Welcome to Books and Skins podcast. My name is Esosa, and on this podcast, I talk about books and crocheting in no particular order. So this is a place for both book lovers and crocheters alike. And if you cannot particularly fit into that category, that's fine. I just talk about my other hobbies for your listening pleasure. I hope you have a good time, and I hope you enjoy yourself while you're here. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Books and Scans Podcast. So, on this episode, I'll talk about crochet, which is easily one of the most fun and easiest fiber arts to learn. So, I'll be discussing what fiber arts are, what is crochet, of course, the difference between crochet and knitting. Because I found that there are a lot of misconceptions about the two concepts just because they look alike or just because their end products look alike or look similar the benefits of crochet and what you need to get started just in case if after this episode you're thinking of becoming a crocheter um it would involve courses youtube channels websites you should visit and of course the books what kind of person would i be if i don't talk about the book so let's get started would um want to know what fiber arts are so fiber arts are a type of fine art where materials consisting of natural or synthetic fibers such as fabric or yarn are used to create pieces so it involves this repetitive and rhythmic movement of the hands particularly the hands so that the art is a progressive walk and it builds up and then it finally becomes a full piece just like what happens in knitting and crochet now knitting and crochet are not the only fiber arts there's also macrame paracord and embroidery so those are other examples of fiber arts so what is crochet because crochet is what we're focusing on so crochet is a fiber arts which is a combination of stitches made by looping materials especially yarn with a hooked needle now conventional crochet actually involves yarn and a hooked needle and there are some people who like to be very creative and do not use yarn people use fabric or cord other kind of materials but yarn is the chief material used in crochet so crochet comes from the old french word crochets which means small or little hook so it makes sense that if the tool used to make this particular art would be a hook um it the word crochets originated in france during the 16th century now anyone hearing that would think that crochet originated from france well that's what i thought but there's no verified source or a accounts an accounts that we can find that says that it originated in france there are a lot of theories based on research of where crochet originated from one thing is certain is that it evolved it evolved from what it used to be to what it is now modern crochet is not what it used to be at least at that time they weren't calling it crochet so there are theories that crochet originated from arabia 
and then it spread through the Mediterranean states and went all like that. There are also theories that it's originated from the indigenous South American tribes. And there's also a theory that it originated from Chinese needlework. There are a lot of theories and we you cannot know which particular one to follow. But one thing is certain that widespread popularity is attributed to European immigrants to the US in the early 19th century. So crochet was a rave starting from the 19th century. But there are also accounts that says it was existing in the 18th century, even in the 16th century. So there is no verified um, account of a history or a timeline, but we know that it existed for once. So there are precursors of modern crochet, things that um, people were doing back then, that when we look at, we can say that, well, this is something that is traceable. It looks like it's crochet. It could easily pass as something that this art came from. So there's shepherd's knitting. So shepherd's knitting was basically working on slip stitch technique. And if you're a crocheter, you know that a, a slip stitch is a foundation of every work. Whether you're doing a bag, anything you're doing, you have to first make a slip stitch most of the times. So looking at this technique and the way it looked, it was evident that this would have been a precursor of modern crochet and also tambour embroidery, which was just crochet on fabric at that time. It looked like crochet, but then it was made on a fabric, just like how appliques looked. And these two arts at that time became a precursor of what we know as modern crochet. And it became an eco-friendly and sustainable hobby for people at that time because people were making crochet. Um, we have account of the Irish lace work where the Irish women were making crochet at the time of farming and the ones who were privileged enough to have so much had to patronize those ladies who were making crochet to fend for themselves and for their families. So it has always been um, something that the yarn, everything has always been something that came from nature. It's eco-friendly and it's sustainable. People have actually used it to sustain themselves too. Now, I would like to clear, distinguish clearly between knitting and crocheting. They do look alike, but um, the major difference is the tool used. In knitting, you use two needles, whilst in crocheting, you're using just one hook. That's um, one of the major difference between knitting and crocheting. The other difference is though, um, knitting has two basic stitches and then crochet has five basic stitches. Knitting is produces a softer, stretchier and more delicate fabric while crochet is would produce um, a denser textured fabric which is very much versatile but um, crochet is not something that gains recognition on time so mostly when you see fiber arts 
that is wearable, mostly wearables, you notice that it's knitting. And because it looks alike, most people are not able to tell the difference. They do look similar because in whichever way, their chief material is yarn. If you are knitting, you're going to use yarn. If you're crocheting, you're going to use yarn or wool, yarn or wool. So because the chief materials for these two type of arts is mainly yarn or wool, um, it's, it, people are having a hard time distinguishing. So the major difference, all you need to know really, is that they use different tools. And that's, that's about it. And the result, the kind of results that comes out from these two processes crochet is actually easier to learn i can argue that it's the easiest fiber art that you could ever learn that i might be a little biased because i'm a crocheter but um, with my experience of every other fiber art and how i see that it's done and the processes i can confidently say that crochet is easy and it's fun it's fun it's the most interesting one it's not stressful it's it's something you can easily learn because a, a couple of crocheters i know are self-taught they didn't have to go to any classes they just needed to see to follow some youtubers let me see if i say and just see it once or twice and they're able to pick up the craft and they're doing pretty well so it's it's very easy if you'd want to learn so let's move to the benefits if if you're contemplating why should i be a crocheter is it really worth it so the first benefit and um i think it's the most important benefit for me is this sense of accomplishment that it gives sense of self-expression and accomplishment that it gives because it's an art it makes you feel satisfied in the fact that you used your hands to create something magical something something worthwhile you're not just wasting whatever talent you might have on something and it's not coming out well like you could be working you could be having a work in progress and you can see that it's turning out beautifully so it is in itself a form of self-expression and um I, I read in a blog i'm posting from a blog that young people are discovering crochet as a means of self-expression and accomplishment so um it, it at that time when it came to the limelight when crochet just started to become a rave in the early 19th century it was mostly a thing among over um, elderly women and men yes they're male crocheters but mostly females it was mostly a thing among the elderly people but now in recent times the 19th century 20th century even the 21st century i can tell you that young people are finding this art as something that they can call their own and i love it because i feel like th that is the most important benefit i've gotten from crocheting I feel like I'm an artist. I feel like I'm a creator, a creative. It's this sense of I'm doing something very great that 
I feel is the most important benefit for me. But there are other benefits. It helps with insomnia. Um, it reduces stress and anxiety. Now, as a person who is also in the medical field, I can attest that the 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 rhythm and the repetitive movements of your hands would help you to manage stress, pain, and depression. And it has actually been proven in a research paper that that rhythmic movement of your fingers that you use to create those pieces have been used to treat disruptive behaviors in growing children. So this is not a fable. It's proven. Um, it is cost effective. Now, that's that's a great benefit because you do not need too much to crochet or be a crocheter. All you need is just a hook and a yarn, a skein of yarn. That's all you need. A skein, a ball of yarn, whichever you find. That's all you need, and a pattern. Maybe you probably need a pattern or something that you can follow if you do not already know it but i'm saying that it doesn't cost it costs less to just start up you don't have to to have so much expertise to start or be a crocheter and it's a form of group therapy mm. i have not part i've not joined any group before but there there are stories there are still research and I've seen a couple of crochet groups online, although I've not joined any. But I know how it can feel to to sit in a place with people who do the same thing that you do, and they enjoy it as much as you do. And you just sit and you bond over what you're doing. So that's a good way to calm yourself. It all boils down to how it, the activity, the art itself, can help you manage stress, pain, and depression. All those um, negative emotions that you tend to... <laughs> What's the word I want to use? That you tend to exude if you're on your own or if you're not doing anything. It's a happy art. It's a happy fiber art. Because you feel good. You feel good when you're doing it. I might be doing too much PR, but... <laughs> but you need to you need to um find a way to release those emotions and i find that crocheting is a perfect way for me and i know i speak for many others because once you find crocheting and knitting i've, I've just put in knitting because knitting is similar to crochet course I, I think it's a it's harder it's, it's a little bit harder to start because you need to know you need to have basic knowledge something like that but it's something that if you're a crocheter being a knitter would be a pro it would be an added advantage for you so i find that crocheting and knitting are, are good expressions they are a way to release these negative emotions that we exude somehow so you need to Free up. Um, um, another benefit is color therapy. Now, um, I didn't think color therapy was a thing. I never actually believed in it. But since I started working with different colors of yarn and wool, I understand color, color therapy. 
and it's been a wonderful experience for me because most times i'm not working on any project i have this stash by stash i mean i just i finish using yarn sometimes and i keep them in this transparent bag and it's and i just when i'm feeling a particularly moody i just bring out this this bag and i look i just bring the yarn out i put every everything down on the ground and i just look at the colors it's relaxing for me i mean mere looking at it is relaxing for me and then working with it is even more relaxing i'm at ease my hands uh, are working and i'm seeing the colors and everything's just blending in my head so i i totally recommend that's just all these benefits are just um 10 out of 50 benefits that you could probably get from crocheting so um, if everybody gets their different benefits i've used crochet i've used crochet as an outlet for grief i was grieving at a point and i found that crocheting helped me now this is a personal benefit of mine too i found that crocheting helped me use my grief productively will i see um as i as i continued working i felt lighter and even if i was i was crying and i was moody and i was still able to work it helped elevate my mood and somehow knowing that i just use it as comfort at that time made me stick to it more because <laughs> i just doing something like that made me feel lighter it was it was interesting for me that's a personal benefit so if you'd want to be a crocheter i have a couple of recommendations um courses youtube channels um websites that you should totally visit just check out if you're if you want to give it a second thought and decide that okay i want to be a crocheter if you're already a crocheter i find that all this all this websites and channels courses books too are are helpful you can never be too too sure of what you'll be needing them for so especially if you're a beginner even if you're an intermediate or a pro at whichever stage you are in your crocheting journey you need some kind of assistance some kind of support um, so i found that these books helped me when i was starting up as a beginner and they are still useful to me even as i progress in my crocheting journey so um websites such as www.craftyarncancel.com craft yarn cancel has everything about yarn um, they they also try to um, involve some course some blog posts here and there about how to make some stitches and how to do that. But um, the major thing that Crafty Yarn Council um, works on is yarn. It teaches you the type of yarn, yardage, weights, um, weight of the yarn, specific kind of yarn you should use, and everything like that. That's um, I feel like it's a prep for you know if you know you're going to be working on something 
working with something more often then you should get to know the different types of yarn and and that's what craft yarn council provides you with there, there are a couple of other things on craft yarn council so um if you're just starting and even if you are already a crocheter and you should be very conversant with craft yarn council also www.eddieekman.com Evie Ekman was a very helpful figure when I started my crocheting journey as a beginner. I started following her on YouTube first of all and then I found out her website. It has tons, tons of valuable information for a crocheter. A lot of interesting information too if you're not a crocheter um, and you, you feel like you're interested in that kind of stuff. So it helps that website helps like build my anticipation. How her YouTube channel helped to build my anticipation first of all. And then I discovered her website and I was just I've been hooked till till this day. <laughs> till now. Okay, so, so there's also www.crocheabout.com. This is everything about crochet. Everything you think about crochet, the hooks, the yarn. You can find courses and stuff like that on crochetabout.com i found it very helpful it's a very helpful resource for crocheters and also intending crocheters alike so youtube channel just like i've mentioned before eddie ekman is a wonderful crocheter she has a youtube channel and a website and also a book I'll get to talking about the book in a minute because that book is one in a million. So I'll get to talking about it in um just briefly later when I'm done with the YouTube channels. So you should you should definitely subscribe to Eddie Ekman on YouTube, Bella Coco Crochet on YouTube, For the Frills on YouTube and Crochet Crowd. Okay, so for the frills, I want to talk a little about for the frills. For the frills was that was um she has a blog a website and she on that blog that was the first she she posts patterns and and things that normal helpful information for crocheters but mainly patterns and that was the first on one of her patterns was one of the very first projects I made, one of the very first garments, clothing projects I made as a crocheter. It actually turned out very beautiful, although I used a different yarn and a hook and a different hook altogether. But it turned out very beautifully. So I have a particular liking, just like I have a particular liking for Eddie Ekman. I also have a very particular liking for, for the frills. Um, the name of the owner of the blog is Grace. Um, she doesn't divulge much of her personal information apart from that but i really like for the fruit it has wonderful patterns so if you also a crocheter and you're looking for projects patterns your next pattern definitely check out for the fruits on youtube and also check her website and her blog out okay so now the books um, there are a lot of crochet books and as a book lover I I was very happy to find that 
I could I could match my two my two interests together. I could read about crochet in books. I could still crochet. I could like I did not expect to find a very detailed um, explanation of what the art is in books. I relied mostly on websites and YouTube channels. So you can <laughs> imagine how happy I felt that there were books that were actually talking about this craft vividly. Um, while um, it's, because it's an art, crochet is an art, it's advisable that you should learn visually. But still, I found that these books were too, they were helpful very very helpful so top on the list is the crochet answer book by eddie ekman is um, this book i read was the second edition i don't know if currently there's a third edition i think it's just the second edition that's available so the crochet answer book has every answer every answer you'd ever need to your crochet needs i um i would say i'm i'm an intermediate crocheter i'm tending more towards being an advanced crocheter but i like to settle in on intermediate crocheter and this book still has some of the answers to my crochet problems <laughs> i cannot um, overemphasize the importance of this book if you're a crocheter or an intending crocheter um you'll be getting first-hand information on what the craft is about all the mistakes you ever encounter everything about yarn hooks and i love that they're also images so it's if you don't just get to read 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 and you say you're not seeing those things so there are images too and you can also see if what you're doing is correct so I totally recommend the crochet answer book by Eddie Ekman, just like I'd recommend her YouTube channel and her website. So number two, I have Crocheting for Dummies. This book, the third edition by Karen Matney and Susan Britton. So this is a Wiley brand. A Wiley brand. Yes, I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, there's, it's a brand that has books on some topics so most times when you see a particular topic and you see for dummies it's usually a wily brand and i had i have a couple of other books things that i've learned and i've always looked for a wily brand book a book published by a wily brand um because when they mean for dummies they literally mean for beginners for people who have no clue um, it was different for me. I actually had a clue on crocheting at the time that I read this book. It was like a study book for me. They're very helpful information, just like how um, there's helpful information in the Crochet Answer book by Eddie Ekman. And they are projects. So at the end of every chapter, after they finish talking about stitches and yarn and everything, there's always a project. And there's a pattern so that you can follow this book was also very interesting because it, it, it covers some of the mistakes and the humor that you would find that crocheters normally can bond over so if you 
actually starting out intending or anything i also recommend this book and number three i have the crocheter skill building workshop by dora orenstein um this is also another study book so um a majority of the information in this book was i feel it was from the other two books i mentioned earlier that's the crochet answer book by eddie ekman and crocheting for dummies all of them kind of there's nothing particularly new about this book but i like the fact that the author is sharing her personal experiences is telling you that this happened to me okay so it doesn't have to happen to you it's like a skill building just like how the name implies skill building you have the skill okay it's working perfectly well for you let's build it past this so all those are non-fiction books they're study books but <laughs> there are also a couple of books that I've, i can they're not fiction because these are true life stories of people but i love the way they are written for example hooked for life adventures of a crochet zealot by mary beth temple now this book is a wonderful book and i do not say that lightly because there's a lot of real advice and personal information in this book and the author as a seasoned and advanced crocheter is telling you what it feels like to be a crocheter now this is a book i feel like everybody would enjoy you do not have to be a crocheter to enjoy this book but some lingo in the book is particularly for crocheters so we understand and we laugh over it because we know what she's talking about but i particularly love this book because i feel like it's something i could write the author is really very dramatic <laughs> it's everything in the book is something i could write but with a bit more of drama i think i'm more dramatic than the author but i i love the book because she's been real about the struggles she's been real about um how people hold some certain type of artists or creatives in high esteem and think that crochet is a kind of a borrowed thing so um it's it's mainly a get together book how i put it how am i going to put it in in simple terms it's mainly a i all of us are crocheters let's sit down and talk about what makes crochet crochet she actually states um in the introduction pages of this book that the book is really not for people who think that crochet is not for them people who condemn the craft or think that it's too much of a thing that they can't do it so it's for people who are in love with the craft with the art and have enough passion to make it theirs to express themselves through the art this book is a wonderful book and i cannot completely unravel it in this episode i'll be doing you a great disservice by not unraveling this book chapter to chapter which is why the next episode of the next on the next episode i'll make a book review of this book 
so that I, I could properly dissect the chapters and talk about it and express what I feel or how I feel about this book. So the last book is Hook to Heal, 100 Crochet Exercises for Health, Growth, Connection, Inspiration, and Honoring Your Inner Artist by Katrin Vasilu. So this book is just what it says it is. Um, it has exercises for to just prompt you to crochet more as a group activity. It also has information on how you can be a crocheter. It is not a how to crochet book. It is a you're a crocheter now. How do you maximize what you know? And what what are you going to use it for? How do you find community? How do you find support for this craft? How do you believe in yourself? So there are a couple of other books about crochet and about fiber arts. And what um a majority of those books are actually about knitting more than they are about crochet. So whenever I find a book about crochet, I'm usually very excited <laughs> that I have found a book like that. And there are the, these are not the only books, but this one are like my favorite books. So there are others you could do a search um, about other books if this ones are not enough or if you need more to just like stack up in your library which I totally recommend please stack up your library as much as you like and finally um I also be linking courses that are available free courses that you can take on crocheting just in case just in case if after listening to this episode you're motivated and you want to be a crocheter so and um allison crocheting101.com also have crochet courses that are totally free of charge um i can particularly vouch for allison those links will be down in the description box below so it's a wrap thank you for listening to this episode i hope you enjoy it if you're a crocheter thank you for listening and if you're not I hope that you decide that you want to be a crocheter and even if you do not want to be a crocheter, you're a crocheter by association. So welcome to the gang and bye. See you on the next episode.